Okay, welcome back to our last segment for today's uh, Real Presence Presence Live. Uh, Your hosts are... You're showing your age. I'm showing my age. That's okay. We're supposed to honor them, right? And that's why you're looking up another one of your old folks jokes. (laughs) Very funny old folks jokes. I'll just continue with the perks of being over the hill. Incidentally... Your hosts today are myself, Jack, and my my wife. Um, help me out here. <laughs> well, once you introduced me as your wife, Marie, Marie yes, but we I'm... were really young. <laughs> I think we were three months into our, our marriage at that time, no. and she hasn't forgotten. More, more like three years, because you were nah, in law school. You were in law school. Yeah, I tell you. Uh, okay. The sins of our past come back to bite us right in the leg, I tell you. Okay, so perks of being over the hill... You can sing along with elevator music. Your joints. I'm hearing the laughter. <laughs> Your joints are more accurate meteorologists than the guy on the television. And your eyes won't get too much worse. <laughs> For you young people out there, that's something to look forward that's to. Right. The golden years. Yeah. yeah. Gotta love it. I like to t- <laughs> it's where we are. I like to tell people that if we lived in China, you and I would be revered for our age That's true. because they, they take care of their elderly. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yes. Well, okay. Hard to follow that one, but getting back to the program, we're happy to have with us for this next half hour Pat Weber. And I know Pat is a Weber. Pat is a Weber. Yes, she yes. is. <laughs> She's also a member of uh, our parish, Holy Spirit, here in Fargo. Yes, for sure. And she's here to talk about uh, a a group uh, for women who have lost their spouses. And so, Pat, why don't you uh, just kind of introduce yourself, and then you can lead into the name of the group and what you do, and uh, we'll just kind of run with it after that. Well, thank you for having me today. Um, Yes, I am a member of Holy Spirit Church. Um, I did grow up in southwestern North Dakota, um, kind of a mixture of faiths in growing up. Uh, Started out as a Congregationalist and moved into a Lutheran and came to NDSU and um, became involved with the Newman Center because something was missing in my life, and obviously I found out what it was. Um, Also met my husband there. And um, after 33 years, 6 months, 29 days, and 21 minutes, I lost him because the Lord needed him more than I needed him. So, um, And that's when I life changed for me. I became a widow and took on that new vocation that God gave me, which kind of um, led into about three years after that event. I have to shout out to you, Doreen. Mm-hmm. Because I think this was kind of a thought in Doreen's back of her mind, actively involved in our church and could see that um, our church has a lot of widows. Uh, last count was over 90. Really? Yeah. Just so, our parish? Just our parish. Wow. And so that's a lot of women that, um, you know, have lost a real key part of their life. And Doreen, shout out again to you because I think you kind of saw that and I don't remember fully if you made contact with me or if I made contact with you in talking, but I did look back, and it was in October of 2013 when we had an informal group, and we invited as many of the widows to come, and we just talked about it, and uh, if we wanted to form us, it's a support group, but not a grief support group. It's unique in that one of the main things that 
that group, initial group of women, they didn't want to have a, a group that met every month to just hash over the death of their husbands. And, and that's exactly what I was looking for, was not to sit and hash over the death of my husband, because that's something in my brain that I will never forget. But I needed a, a group that I could get to know, feel comfortable with, and even after, I'm, I'm coming on 13 years in this new vocation, and just a group of women that when I'm having those tough days, because they still come even after 13 years, I can call and say, hey, Barb, I'm having a tough day today. Can you have a cup of coffee? And just because she has an idea of what I'm going through and how I'm feeling, but she doesn't know exactly how I'm feeling. But yet she can, she can get me through it. So you, you support each other, but it's not, like you said, it's not like a, a grief group. It's a, more of just a, a support of women that I love how you chose vocation. In yeah, it, well, mm-hmm. it, it is. I mean, it's, uh, and it's something that we have to strive and make good out of it. I mean, God gave it to us, um, so we need to make good out of it. And I think... There's a lot of things when you become a widow. I mean, sometimes I know, Jack, (laughs) we maybe um, take for granted the men in our lives. And I think that was probably the most frustrating thing for me is I really learned what all the things my husband did. And all of a sudden, it was on me. And for my, my life, my first year and seven days after he passed, um, I had my dad living with me. So just the role my husband played in caregiving for my dad, the lawn mowing, (laughs) the changing oil in the car, the water heater goes out in the house. I mean, there's just a lot of things that all of a sudden are on our plates, and you don't have that support person that you can sit down and go, well, honey, what do you think we should do? You know, it's, it's you make those decisions. And there are those people in the world, unfortunately, that kind of thrive on taking advantage of people, and that's hard too. So it's, we can come back to our widow's group, and, you know, voila, we're, we're all going through the same thing, mm-hmm. and then we can share that. And that's something we do each month. We meet monthly. Um, we primarily meet at a restaurant. Right now we're meeting at the Frying Pan on Main Avenue, and we meet the third Thursday of each month. Sometimes we have an activity that we do. Sometimes we just sit and visit talk about what happened since the last meeting. And if I had an issue with my car, I can share that and how I got through it. And it really, it's that sharing time. And then we've done some special things too where we've, a group of us have taken a trip to Medora or we went to Bergeson Nursery and looked at the flowers in the fall. And, um, or we've had special speakers come in like Roxanne Solonen come in and Talk about her books, especially around Christmas time, which is great that for those that have grandchildren could possibly share gifts with them, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just, and the last thing we did, which was really kind of neat, I asked them to bring in their favorite rosary for a show and tell and tell us why. And there were so many of them that brought in rosaries that maybe they got when they got confirmed or first communion. And it was just really neat. Oh, what a great idea. And the stories that go with the, yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Part of getting to know each other. Right. Yeah. 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 So 
is of the 90 women that are widows in Holy Spirit Parish, how many come to the group gatherings? You, you know? know, for them, uh, we've had as many as 23 that have come. Oh. In the wintertime, it's a little less because they just, a lot of them are a lot older and struggle with driving and getting mm-hmm. getting around. So, mm-hmm. But again, we try to do phone calls. If they're in a nursing home, we try to visit them. Um, there's other projects that we're involved in that maybe I can talk about after break sure. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I guess one question I had was, if you have worked out a way to reach out to those who are new widows. Yeah, um, when a new widow gets the vocation, I guess that's the only way I know how to put it, um, Cheryl from church lets me know. And I usually try to wait about a month, um, just to allow them to get through everything they need to get through. And then I will try to send out either like a card, just letting them know that we are available. And if they wish, they can sure join us. Or And I include my phone number, my email address, that they can make contact with me. And they're sure welcome to come. So Cheryl, for those of you who are listeners, is our parish secretary. Correct, And yes. she would be the one that would have that information. Correct, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, another Another thought I had, you know, as you were beginning was um, the special place widows have in the heart of Jesus. And, um, you know, maybe after the break you can talk a little bit about how that impacts this this vocation, as as you put it. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and the other thing is, um, you know, the reality is that more women are going to be widows than not. Exactly. Married women, and it's something that uh, I don't know if there's any way to prepare for it, but it's a, it's um, it's a scary thought, and it um, is. And you know, research shows that we women typically outlive men. Mm-hmm. So, um, if we've been fortunate and been in a good marriage, um, it, that it's it's a tough thing. And sometimes we do have a little bit of time to prepare, but then a lot of times it's just a, such a sudden thing that. Um, you become numb, and it's nice to know that as that numbness starts wearing off and the pain starts coming back in good, that you have a group you can reach out to that, again, like I said, isn't there to hash over the death, but to just give that support and where I can say. I think the hardest part for me was when when my husband's death occurred was people came up and said, I know exactly how you feel. No, you don't know how I feel. Thank you for thinking you do, but you don't. And that's what I like about this group is we don't know how each other feels. We have somewhat of an idea, but no matter what, the one thing I do know is you've got my back, and I'm there, and I'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I do know. Yeah, and that knowledge of how to, how to just be there yes. rather than trying yes. to fix or, yeah. That's that's really important. Yeah. I would yep. think that after one loses a spouse, too, that there'd be a tendency to kind of uh, sequester oneself. Yes. And part of that might be, I just don't want to deal with, you know, talking to people because they want to talk about that. And I might not want to, or I don't want to deal with well-intentioned, I know how you feel sort of thing. Or it becomes the elephant in the room. Yeah. (laughs) Well, or the other thing. Well, because I was 57 when my husband passed away, so I was relatively young. And people come up and say, well, you'll find somebody else. 
And that just kind of hit me. And, and I remember my response saying, no, once you've had the best, you can't go on. You know, mm-hmm. you just, you won't be There's looking no for There's no replacing it. Nope, no replacing because you'll be mm-hmm. always comparing. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, we're, we're, we're up against a break right now. So uh, why don't we go off, uh, Eli, take the break. But uh, for your listeners, we're talking to Pat Weber, and we're talking about a group for uh, widows that is uh, active at our parish here in Holy Spirit. And maybe some of you in our listening area who have parishes that don't have one of these, this might be a good idea. So stay with us, and more to come with Pat Weber and the Mary's Widows Group. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. While God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors, He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. When I drive home from work, you know, I'm a lawyer, I'm, I'm on the computer all day, I'm on phone calls, it's high stress, it's deadline after deadline. I listen to Catholic Radio on my way home, and usually it's Catholic Answers Live. I like to uh, listen to Catholic Radio. Um, you know, I listen to the news and I listen to secular things, um, talk shows and, and what have you, but none of them really lift you up, none of them build you up. And when you can turn up, get in your car, a lot of stress on your way home, you want to decompress, there's nothing better than Catholic Radio. It might be Steve Splonskowski doing his another stone, skipping stones, where he says a prayer and has a little reflection. All of that stuff you get on Catholic Radio, it brings you back to reality, which is our faith and the hereafter. You know, what are you doing all of this for? What you're punching a clock, you're digging ditches, you're doing surgeries, whatever you're 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 doing in life, it it brings you back to what it's all for. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back, Real Presence Live listeners. This is Doreen Canelli, and I'm here with my husband, Jack. And we are very, very pleased and honored to have with us this morning as our final guest, Pat Weber, who happens to be from our parish. We've known her for many years. And Pat is a member of a group that no one wants to belong to, but yeah. <laughs> but do. And it's a wonderful group, but it's um, a group for widows in our parish. And Pat's been sharing with us a little bit about how it got started and her experiences as a widow, as a person who has become a widow, and um, the way in which um, her friends support each other in this group. And so, welcome back. And Pat, we're going to start with a question about the title of the group. 
Yes, our group is called Mary's Widows. It's been a little confusing at times. Sometimes people have thought it's Mary, M-E-R-R-Y, that we're Mary and Chipper and all of that. But it's actually after the Blessed Mother, Mary's widows, because Mary was an exalted widow herself. Mm-hmm. And so, and um, Jesus has a special spot in his heart for us widows, and praise be to God for that. And um, as far as, you know, our, our group, I think it's a very appropriate name. Um, and it's a group for not only women who have lost their spouses, but also we've invited women who are of single life because they also experience a lot of the things that we go through. They just haven't had the opportunity to maybe experience the marital life, but they're still face a lot of the same things that we as the vocational widows, if I want to say it that way, that we experience, and um, the loneliness is part of that. And like you had mentioned earlier, Jack, the seclusion, because there's some of us that, yeah, um, we we just feel like we can't face anything more, and so we tend to barricade ourselves in our homes or just by ourselves, which, as we all know, is not always a good thing because we are a, a social people, and so we need to support each other. So... We chose Mary's Widows because of Mary being a a great example for us, and she knows exactly what we're going through because she went through it herself. You know, there's a there's a story in the gospel that I that just really touches my heart, and it's the one where Jesus raises the young man from the dead, and and the gospel writer says um, that his mother was a widow and he was mm-hmm. the only son of this widow and i thought another example of the the heart jesus has yes. for women exactly that are widows yeah yep exactly he provided for her by giving her son back to yeah her. I, I think the the three groups are widows orphans and aliens yes <laughs> yep mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep. that we must sure. care for them right yeah. yeah and that's where like a group like this just so helps in taking care of each other. And that's part of our church's role is that we care for each other, mm-hmm. you know. And so I guess part of what I would like to do today is those people that are listening that think that, hey, this would be something neat in our church, what can we do? Well, I would suggest that you, one, talk to your parish secretary because they have a good idea of the census of your church. And they could tell you, like, what is, how many widows do you have? think it's going to be quite eye-opening um, to you. And then speak with them. And I'm going to offer up um, giving a call to Holy Spirit Church. Talk to Cheryl. She has my personal number that she could give you. Um, I'm also going to give out my email address. People could sure email me. Um, it's pyweber1b at aol.com. You can sure shoot me an email. I will definitely email you back. I did just receive a call from Valley City. There's a couple of ladies from that church that are going to come and visit our uh, group in March's meeting, which is great, because they're looking at starting a group in their church. So if I can help in any way, or there's a group of us from our group that would be willing to you know, help set up another group, we sure would, because it's definitely an integral part of our lives and if we can share, we want to share. So, for sure. 
What a great resource. So you're, you're welcome to contact Holy Spirit Parish. And that number, I can just give the phone number, is 232-5900, um, area code 701, 232-5900. And um, they'll get you in contact with Pat, who would be happy to right. guide you in getting a group started. If Cheryl's not listening, you might want to give her a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's surprise her. Oh, she's pretty, she's pretty open. Well, I'm sure it, so. she's listening to us right now. <laughs> no, she, no, she's working, Jack. She's not yeah, right. yeah not listening for sure. Yes. So, um, is it, we talked about, um, you know, the love Jesus has in the reason that you chose the title Mary's Widows. Is there any other spiritual component to the group that, um, as far as, uh, do you share any particular devotions or? Is, yeah, that's part of the, some of the special activities that mm-hmm. the initial group of us got involved in. One is the Seven Sisters Apostolate. And that's, uh, you know, just a group where we have committed to praying for our priest of our churches. So um, there's a fair group of us involved with that. We're also very much involved with the Young Disciples group at Holy Spirit in that um, they're really good about taking care of us in the fall, um, doing fall projects, raking leaves, uh, shoveling snow in the spring, um, yeah, and um, remembering us on Valentine's Day, they'll come around. Um, there's also a part of the Young Disciples group that, um, between Nick and Stephanie, who are the leaders of the Young Disciples, um, have formed prayer buddies. So there's some of us that are prayer buddies with some of the teens, which has really gotten us involved with their activities and things like that. And then we also pray for vocations, because we definitely know that the Church needs vocations, so we're constantly praying for them. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, you know, I'm going to recommend that you start listening to the Pope's um, Wednesday audiences on the elderly because he talks about that relationship between the youth and and the elderly, and you're doing it. You yeah, know, already. we're that's, already doing it. Yeah. great. Yes. Yeah, for sure. So, Pat, you said you have a prayer that you'd like to share with us as as we close this morning. Every every meeting, we um, we pray this prayer, and it's a prayer for widows. And I'd like to share it with everyone. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God the Father, we offer you the rest of our time on earth and this day that we may serve with love and come to eternal life. May our husbands be blessed on their journey in eternity and everyone in our families be saved. Holy Spirit, be a comfort to all widows, especially to all dedicated and consecrated widows. Jesus, our bridegroom, Savior of our souls, delight of our hearts, help us. Mary, exalted widow, mother of the church, our model and intercessor, pray for us. Saint Joseph, protector of Mary and the child Jesus, and helper of widows, Guide us in the trials of daily life. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Oh, what a beautiful prayer. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for coming in today, Pat. This oh, thank been, you for having yeah, me. Yeah, and I, I hope other, our listeners, I hope this, this will prompt somebody to maybe start something. And I think one of the selling points to your pastor is it doesn't cost anything. No, nope, <laughs> no. Nope. Other than the monthly lunch that in, you pick and choose what you want to eat. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just beautiful to see how the Holy Spirit has been at work, too, in the ways that you said that, you know, shared with us the things that you've been doing and how it's kind of developing as, as the years go by. Exactly. So that's just beautiful. Thank you so much for, oh, you're very welcome. for being with us today. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, now we're up 
to the part of the show that most of our listeners have been waiting this entire two hours for, and that's our technical director preview of the next show by Eli. So go ahead, Eli, take it away. It's yours. Dazzle them. Oh, thanks, Jack. <laughs> this is the part of the show where people get to see how many words I can trip over in about a minute. So, <laughs> Good show today. Again, got another good one coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. That's hosted by Father Craig Holcalter and Kelly Schneider coming to you live from Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. They'll visit with Sarah Swafford. She'll talk about offering hope for parenting teens in the modern climate. Then we'll visit with the principal of Trinity Elementary School about nurturing elementary school students in the faith. Plus, Father Bill Ruel of the Diocese of Bismarck will tell us about a movement that is changing hearts and minds across the country. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Thursday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Okay, wonderful. Sounds like a good program. And uh, we've got a few minutes, Doreen. Uh, we got a minute and 40. <laughs> and uh, you've got your phone out, so I'm seeing you're, 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 Just looking. you're looking for, for one of those uh, raucous jokes. Okay, these are more these are more perks of being over the hill, and I'm kind of giggling because they're ringing so true. <laughs> Delight for me or for you? For us, Jack. Oh, for us. Okay, <laughs> yes, the two are one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, well, people call you at 9 p.m. and ask, "Did I wake you?" <laughs> 9 p.m. <laughs> you can get into a heated argument about pension plans. You can eat dinner at. 4 p.m. in the afternoon. <laughs> in a hostage situation, you are the most likely to be released first. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. You know, when Father uh, uh, Keller was talking about having trouble, you know, going to bed at a particular time, I think I have no problem with that. <laughs> I would switch the that's Lenten sacrifice to... Getting up when the alarm goes off—that's yeah. the challenge. Yeah, yeah. well, for some of there's us. some other things they're missing too, like you know, shoveling snow or mowing the yard. That's exercise. You can call that a workout. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. You know, there's lots of things that you can now take yeah. credit for that you otherwise weren't able to take credit for. Well, okay, the music is coming up. We're yeah. coming to an end, and so uh, thank you to all of your listeners for being with us, and uh, stay tuned. We've got some more. Great Catholic programming coming up after this uh, with uh, Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. On the Real Presence Radio Network, Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.